0: Gather round, friends, new and old, and welcome to the Pow Wow Podcast. I'm David, and I'm Philip, and we invite you to pull up a tree stump to the to the campfire, and we have a very special Mother's Day episode for you guys planned today for
1: all you mothers out there. And for all you mothers,
0: <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to the to the Pow Wow Podcast, moms. Uh, we honor you. You are you are the
1: reason we're alive yeah for nothing else yeah there's no other reason than just for giving us birth no there's... i mean but i mean okay there's a lot of things but surely
0: that t- that that is the fundamental like thing though it's like it can't where would we that... be without moms well yes where would it... we be without i mean but in like a universal sense where would we be nowhere i, I suppose and but i mean I... that in like
1: a million ways okay don't okay. stop trying to make me sound like No, I'm not. I'm just. I'm. (laughs) I where I'm going with it is. Thank you, moms. Thank you for all that you do. More than just giving us a space to. Anyways, um, obviously, uh, thank you, obviously, but uh, but truly, so it is Mother's Day weekend. Did you? Uh, I don't even know. How does one? Because when the shoes on the reverse, and it's like Happy Father's Day. I sometimes get some fun little texts because I have a dog named Elway. I get some fun texts. Happy Father's Day. Do you, is there a tradition that you do with your mom? Is there something that you do to help celebrate Mother's Day with your mom? Do you have any memories? No, no, not really. I mean, we, we didn't
0: grow up with Mother's Day. I think it's partially because we grew up moving around from country sure. to country. And Mother's Day is different in country different countries. So I mean it's never something that's stuck with us but we my sister and I always always try to get my mom some flowers and yeah. and we wish her a happy mothers day. Usually we get usually we get like two or three mothers days in a year like that we kind huh? of half celebrate each one where it's like because like there's the UK one and then there's the US one and oh, so I yeah,
2: didn't realize it's, that. it's just
0: it's a it's an interesting thing. Yeah. I mean the one the one, the U.S. one is the same as it was here. I don't know if that's just this year or if it's every year, but yeah, we try. Yeah, flowers. My mom loves flowers, and and this year she, between she and my sister, who's this is her first Mother's Day. Yeah, her very first. Um, our house is full of flowers, and it was a night. It was a really
1: nice day yesterday. I think when looking back on the Mother's Day that I've celebrated with my mom, I remember like one breakfast in bed. Like my my mom's. <laughs> my mom my mom appreciates the thought of flowers, but I think uh she she likes more other gifts, whether it be gift cards, you know, she loves Amazon. Right, we're pre this house was built on Amazon, I swear we 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 rent from amazon like it's it's there's a lot of amazon we go to i got her a couple gift cards but the one i remember probably the most if i have to think back on mother's days i think there was one time where i made her breakfast i don't even think it was it wasn't good breakfast it was like i was too young to make a good breakfast but uh i remember but making you know her breakfast in in, bed. in any form i feel like breakfast in bed it sounds nice but it's kind of impractical yeah well it depends on on said breakfast. If it's uh, calzones, maybe that's a little bit easier than you know, like a breakfast calzone. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm saying. Let's get to our our main. I topic. don't know what
0: you're saying either. Shut <laughs> up.
1: <laughs> All right, and we move to our main segment of this week's Powwow podcast by bringing on not just a special guest, a very special guest somebody who's very near and dear to david hoffman's heart that's because she's the one who gave meaning and beat to that heart it is david hoffman's mom david introduce your mom if you would
0: yeah hello listeners this is uh this is going to be the listeners um first first taste of the flip floppy accent um (laughs) (laughs) uh, this is my mom
1: jackie
2: hello everyone
1: hey jackie hoffman how are you doing now uh It is funny. We do. I'm sure for David, this is going to be a unique experience. Everybody listening is probably the most used to and uh, normalized to David's American accent. And I'm sure that you're more so uh, normalized with his uh, uh, many other broad accents that he's pulled out and impressed me and, and party favors with. So... Uh, this will be fun to hear him try and uh meld the two brains in his mind <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah all right Jackie so I've got a few questions for you uh since it is right. uh, since this is in the mold of Mother's day we're gonna try and get to know you a little bit better but also with your relationship to to David since we we do know him so uh, we do appreciate you for uh doing this and coming on to the show let's uh let's begin I am just curious Jackie what What is the best trip that you ever took your children on?
2: Oh, that would um, have to uh, be—I think our trips to Malindi. Malindi were, um, yeah, in uh, Kenya. Uh, They were beach, beach trips, beach holidays with um, friends uh, in the most beautiful setting. So, yeah, definitely that one. What do you think, David?
0: Yeah, um, fond memories for sure. Uh, Lots of lots of. Beach. I was mean I was quite small, so um, lots of beach and and fresh crab um, for 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 dinner as well.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Fresh fish, fruit, lovely. Uh, I think for children, the best possible holidays, in my opinion, are beach holidays. Yeah, that's
1: true. That's true. Now, had was that the answer you expected, David? Was that the one that you thought that she might answer? It it was definitely among among the top uh the, the one of
0: the one of the top uh trips that that I remember I knew I very much knew that it would be somewhere in Kenya because I think a lot of the best trips even just weekend destinations that we had were were all in Kenya lakes you know the 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 Matamara, more, more essentially the serengeti right and lots of all the animals and 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 then obviously melindi the beach and everything like that so
1: All right, Jackie, do you remember anything noteworthy about the day or time you found out you were pregnant with David?
2: Um, Yes, actually. Um, When I, um, well, I suspected I was pregnant with uh, David. I took one of those home pregnancy tests and it was negative. So I took Uh myself off to the hospital and um, the, the nurse did a blood test and she said to me, it's only just positive. And I said, well, well, it's either positive or it's negative. I can't be halfway between. So yeah, it was it was a funny, uh, <laughs> she said, yeah, yeah, actually you're right, it's, it's positive.
0: And I, I, I've been indecisive ever since. So yes, that, that yes. maybe explains that.
1: <laughs> you stole my joke, but yes, all right. <laughs> uh Jackie, what advice would you give your your younger self at around age 25 that might be useful to your children?
2: Um hmm, that was uh, that's a that's a difficult one. I think I think I think I would say enjoy enjoy everything every moment as they you know, live your life to the the best, get the most out of everything. Don't judge people. Be kind. You know, it's just it's one of those airy fairy
1: cliche, but but very true.
2: Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: Jackie, this one I'm very I'm very excited about personally. I'm I'm very curious about this one. Uh, Why did you name David David? I, I, I mean, I'm sure for for now it's it's name. It's appropriate. But was there any reason? Was there any motivation? Maybe a person?
2: No, not really. Um uh we David was Matt or Matthew actually for really? 3 days. Yes. And uh so he was Matthew Hoffman for 3 days and I changed well, my mind. But
0: but it wasn't you who decided that. Uh, I, the way I understand it it was it was my dad who had gone around telling everybody yes.
2: that yeah no I was still in hospital and uh he and uh I got congratulations on the arrival of Matthew and I was saying hang on a second I I thought we were still thinking about this uh, Sabrina had um three little friends at uh, uh kindergarten who were Matthew 1 Matthew 2 and Matthew 3 and I thought no no uh, my son's not going to go through life being Matthew four or Matthew two. So no, we, we decided and David actually wasn't on our short list of names. So it was we both liked its nice strong name. So David is is here what you guys landed David. on. David.
1: Yeah. Um <laughs> uh, yep. is there a song or album, Jackie, that reminds you of your children?
2: Specifically David, there's um I think one he played to death when he was like, what, eleven years old?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly which song it is now. <laughs> uh,
2: that one, in fact, it's my ringtone <laughs> for David. Oh my
1: gosh! <laughs> do you happen
0: to remember it's,
2: it? Uh, how does it? What's the title? What's it, it's uh, too late. To... Uh,
0: it's apologized by by One Republic. What yeah, yeah. It was my?
2: Oh, do
0: you remember. You remember, Phil, when we did our music episode and I I said that when I was like 11, 12, dreaming, the, the Dreaming Out Loud One Republic album yes. was my absolute favorite. And it was that song that sort of yeah. helped me it, discover that. He so,
2: played it to death.
1: So that was like your emotional outlet song. That was you just just wailing from the inside, but through music. Yeah. Is that what you're trying to tell me? Yep, yep, yep. Wow.
0: All right. I was an emotional eleven-year-old. <laughs>
2: yeah. if it, if it's not that, then I would say Brian Adams is was something oh. that we all like. That, yeah, um, yeah. My both David and Sabrina and Pete and I really enjoyed. So, yeah, you know, it's a family kind of uh, music if you like.
1: All right, Jack. Yep. Jack. Yeah, I need the inside scoop here. You need to you need to give me some some dirt here. Was there something that David did? That always got on your last nerve.
2: Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, David was very particular <laughs> when he was no. Little. He was just Jackie. <laughs> you, David. <laughs> he was... <laughs> he had, things had to be in a certain way and no deviation. In fact, even at kindergarten, he was there was a rule that the kids were not allowed to bring food to school except David (laughs) and every day he took a slice of banana bread to school and just cut in half and he shared it with his best friend and it it was there was just no deviation from that it was just this is the way it's (laughs) he was very set in his ways
1: oh my gosh even in kindergarten no no comment (laughs) yeah in kindergarten (laughs) Oh, that's hilarious. Um, last couple
0: here. And and wait, I I just I, I feel like it should be added mm-hmm. um the finger painting.
2: Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've forgotten about that. Uh no, he he was he refused to finger paint. Uh, he says he had to have a paint. Uh... Why must I put my fingers in the paint <laughs> if I can have a paintbrush, you know? <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know what? I'm going to say I'm, I'm uh, But I'm all him. the
2: teachers, I have to say all the teachers loved him, so yeah, they indulged him.
1: Fair enough. Yeah, no, I'm with you, man. I don't know if you, if you guys had this where, where you were growing up, but we had that macaroni art. It, it just never appealed to me in the slightest. Uh, everything else made sense to me in art, but the macaroni art, my goodness. Anyways, Jackie, last one I got to ask you. Do you prefer David? Okay to have a beard or no beard it's something of a of a (laughs) podcast debate here in the community
2: well to be honest i like both i i think i prefer the stubble to the beard okay so so a compromise david has a really really good beard so um i do like his beard but i prefer the stubble to the beard yeah
1: all right well jackie happy belated mother's day uh we we thank you thank for coming you so on much. yeah no thank you jackie and uh, we move on to another very special guest love you mom
0: i am back in american and as you may have guessed our next very very special special guest is phil's mom phil
1: yes uh everybody welcome to the show my wonderful mother who i forgot to preempt you with does not enjoy people calling me phil uh, it is my mother <laughs> uh, capri samurai oh dear yeah yes
3: uh,
0: Hi. horrible first impressions i'm making here
3: <laughs> that's okay
0: all right well very yeah very um warm welcome to the show Caprice uh, and oh, and you. to your son Philip, I'm 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 <laughs> yes. so sorry, Philip. <laughs> um, are are you are you ready for for this this crash interview that we're 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 gonna do here?
3: I hope so. This is the first time he's ever had me on his podcast, so I'm excited.
1: Philip,
0: how dare you?
1: Well, you know what? I just I never thought with uh, with my mom. That she would really enjoy breaking down all the the finite, finite and specific specific details of the father or so, Judas and the Black Messiah. So it was more <laughs> for her benefit. Than
0: well, that. okay, okay. Well, uh, yeah, we we've just got a few questions for you. Uh, some of them relating to also to to um your relationship with uh with Philip. Okay. And um, yeah, let's let's dive right in. Okay. Uh, first of all. What was what was the best trip that you ever took your children on?
3: <laughs> well, the best trip we ever went on was our first one. I was a single mom with Philip, and we went to SeaWorld. And we were sitting there waiting for Shamu. And I explained to Philip that it was a really, really big whale was going to uh, be, we're going to be seeing this really big, big whale. And he out loud said, mommy is the whale as big as you. (laughs) Oh, everybody thought that was funny except for me. But um, I really, really enjoyed that vacation because it was just he and I and it was just a very special time. Was that was that, uh, was
0: that in uh, was that in Orlando or in oh, San, Diego?
3: San Diego? San Diego, San Diego, yeah.
0: Right.
1: Gotcha. Was I that think, the one that you had me on?
0: That leash. makes more sense.
3: Yes, that was the one. I had him on a leash. My mother works for the fire department and had me terrified of children being kidnapped, and so I had him on a leash. And one gentleman so nicely walked by and said, "Oh." Is he a rescue? <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was that vacation.
0: <laughs> I like that story.
1: Yeah, we have different <laughs> memories of fondness on, yeah. that, on that particular vacation. What
0: what what made you decide on the wonderful name Philip for, for your son?
3: Oh, that's easy. He's named after my grandfather. My grandfather was a man of integrity, honesty, he had a fantastic sense of humor and character. And Philip has exceeded him uh, by being his namesake.
0: Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. <laughs> o- on On the other side of things, our next question. Was there something that Philip used to do that would always get on your last nerve?
1: <laughs> I'm curious which one you're going to pick. <laughs> it's not whether they're it's just a matter of which one.
3: Uh, Philip? was a fluffy child he is not now he's totally muscular and everything but before he was fluffy when he was growing up and I was again I was a single mom so whenever we got out I just wanted to get gross do the grocery shopping and get home and we would be at Costco and he thought he was being cute by hiding from me and oh no <laughs> he have his hand in the shape of a gun and he'd be hiding behind a pillar. Well, the problem was the pillar wasn't as wide as he was. It was a small pillar, but he thought he was hiding because he couldn't see me. So he thought I couldn't see him. So it just used to annoy me because every time he thought it was so funny and I'd have to be like, oh, where's Philip? Where's Philip? Where could he be? Oh, there you are, Philip. You know,
0: (laughs) (laughs) Philip, I got to say, um, I've never been with you to Costco. Do you still do it?
1: No, I, I don't still do that, uh, <laughs> yeah. but I will. I, I thought that the one that you were going to pick was that I'd always like, I'd always, since I have allergies, I'd blow my nose. Oh yeah. And well, I was being nice. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah I, that, that one was growing
1: up. I would always leave my, my tissues, tissues everywhere. Around. Yeah. yeah. That's that's where I thought that, that lovely. Oh dear. Was going. No,
0: but,
3: no. I, was, yeah. I wasn't going to say that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Well, uh, all right. Let's move on to the next question. Caprice, Do you remember anything noteworthy about the day or time that you found out you were pregnant with
4: Philip?
3: I was actually in the hospital and they came in and said, any chance of you being pregnant? And I said, no, but because of my age, I was so young, they wanted to give me a pregnancy test. So they did. And then they came back and told me I was pregnant. I was quite shocked.
0: (laughs) So, so, oh, okay. So you were in, you were in the hospital for un- unrelated reason, and and oh, uh, yes. I, wow, that sure it came as a asthma. total surprise.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was quite the surprise.
1: <laughs> I'd say I remember this, but yeah. I, I don't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you don't. You I, do not. No, no, I don't. <laughs> wow, that is uh, that's like straight out of the movies, where yeah. it just comes out of nowhere. Wow, that's uh that's amazing.
3: Yeah, I I was. I was using uh, measures to not get pregnant, so I was doubly surprised. But yes, <laughs>
0: <laughs> a wonderful, wonderful uh, surprise. It, it turned out to be oh, Philip. You are just the best of my
3: life. Yes.
0: Next question: <laughs> Is uh, is there a song or album that reminds you of your children, Philip, or or Beth? I believe is yes. is uh, your other child.
1: Very good. Yeah.
0: yeah. Any any more, or is it just the two of you?
1: It's uh, me, Beth misty ben and uh we became foster parents this yeah. year so we have a, a so we seven have seven-year-old
4: oh yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah that's fun for family, that
4: is that's amazing a wow.
1: seven-year-old little girl <laughs> well, she's actually quite fun i know she is she actually is anyways um so is there any song a where...
0: song or album that reminds you of your children
3: um the one that reminds me most of my kids is um, Feliz Cumpleanos or at not not Feliz Cumpleaños the one Feliz Navidad uh, uh, Christmas every Christmas Philip and I would sing that together in the car radio and he'd take a part I would take a part but yeah Feliz Navidad it's just every time it comes on at that Christmas time is it
0: amazing yeah. <laughs> I you know you know how most Christmas songs are overplayed. Yeah. I dare say that Feliz Navidad is underplayed. <laughs> yes. I think it is the best oh, yes. okay. I thought you the best of all it. Christmas songs. I nope, know. absolutely not. I love that song. I think it's fantastic.
3: Yeah. <laughs> that is that's great. <laughs> <laughs> that's the part he would he would sing. <laughs> yes.
0: Do it again.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh what a treat. Yeah. Okay. Our last question here. Beard. Or no this is a hot topic on on a, on our podcast on Pow Wow. Beard or no beard on Philip?
3: Oh, definitely no beard. No. He's he is so handsome and you can see his face better without a beard. You can see how much he looks like. Yeah.
0: That. I also feel like I was beard. looking I was looking for pictures. I was looking through his Facebook the other day, looking for pictures that looked as as similar to Taylor Lautner as I could find, and I came across some old pictures with with a goatee. Yeah, and that was a real treat. But but I absolutely birthday, agree with you. Right? With mm-hmm. your
3: sister in it, it was myself, his sister, and him. And he had that beard. He had it for a role. He was in yeah, Man of was... La Mancha, right?
1: Uh, I don't. Oh, there were two then. Yeah, there were two. The only time I ever grow my facial hair is for a role. Roles. Uh, it's not my preferred personal going around face. <laughs> Uh, but uh, there were two as
0: ones. we as we well know, as we well know, you're yeah. just too beautiful, I'm
1: too beautiful to give it he up. Is. But at least the uh, the one that she's referring to, I kind of kept kempt But the, there was this uh, more recent role, I believe, with, with uh, my my sister in the in the background, I believe. And uh, that one, I had to grow up my hair as well. So I was pulling double duty of having my hair on top being a lot longer than I prefer and me looking like emo Peter Parker from Spider-Man Three, and and then I, like I just had this mass growth underneath of, of a goatee. It was it was it was quite disgusting. I felt quite uh, awful with myself. But uh, those are the two those are the two times I can think of that I've probably at least been able to grow some semblance of a beard and also show uh, mom that I have one. <laughs>
3: he he's handsome no matter what he wears
0: absolutely well that's that's it that's all the questions that i have for you caprice oh, you and so i it has it's been nice a, meeting you absolutely wonderful to meet you too and it's been a wonderful pleasure having you here and uh and who knows maybe maybe next time it'll be it'll be a full hour long interview
3: i hope so <laughs> I, mean, I have so many stories to tell you about philip so you let me know
1: yeah, for better or worse
0: <laughs> All right, happy Mother's Day, belated Mother's Day. Thank you. And thank a you. wonderful day to you. Okay,
3: thank you so much.
1: And we now move on to once more. All right, we had an idea
0: last week to potentially discuss our favorite rom-coms are you listening everybody these this is i feel like this is bigger bigger than i anticipated i feel like people are gonna have strong opinions about
1: this yeah you know what i think that this one's so emotionally based on what you find it's so subjective because what you find to be cheesy can be somebody else's just utter gouda like it's just so so what you vibe and somebody else might find it to be i really love the extra realism of it and then somebody might say oh that's just so sad so it's very interpretive very suggestive
0: absolutely and and i feel like we could easily do a whole a whole main topic about this
1: but to this to this this episode it's just a once more for now we're doing a condensed version absolutely and this is ours not maybe also what we think it could be the general mass what we think everybody would like this is ours what we each like david why don't you go first Okay, so when we go back and forth here, is that how this is going to work? I, I think we should just give our list because I think that we'll have different enough.
0: All right. Okay. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. I'm sure. Okay. My number three. Okay. F- honorable mention. Honorable mention. And I feel like this would be on many people's top three. Uh, is ten things I hate about you. I think that movie is fantastic. That is. I, fantastic. I think it is one of the one of the quintessential rom coms. And none of my other none of my top three are really quintessential, but I just. For me, they were better. But 10 Things I Hate About You is one of the ultimate movies. If
1: I may, I think it's aged better than a lot of other films in this category. Uh, I think that film in particular has aged rather well than even when it first came out. Your turn. Sure, yeah. Okay, number three
0: is The 40-Year-Old Virgin. (laughs) Not necessarily (laughs) always seen as a rom-com, but it really is. It fundamentally is a rom-com.
1: And um and I think it's one of the one of the best comedies ever. Can I tell you something really odd about that film? Go ahead. Speaking of Mother's Day, I saw that film with my mom, my dad, my then baby sister, and grandmother. Because Nice. Yes. Nice. And the and the title of the movie didn't tip you off. <laughs> you know what? My sister each every year we have a tradition during somebody's birthday we go around and whoever whoever's birthday it is we watch the film my sister thought it would just be funny and uh, i don't know to what extent she knew but it was about the time where an areola pops out during the speed dating that it really got to be next level embarrassing as opposed to just oh this is uncomfortable wait what Wait, I'm sorry. When what pops out? When a nipple? When an areola? When it just a just, oh, that's a, right. just yes. flips out and she's just talking and it's like, oh, yep. this is happening. And it's just
0: casual.
1: Yeah, no, no, yep. nobody yep. says yep. anything. Yep. That was that was the most awkward. Part. That
0: movie, that movie is absolutely fantastic. Okay, number two. I feel like this is the forgotten hero. Uh, it's Wanderlust, ah. and it's really only like I just adore. Paul Rudd like in fact Paul Rudd is in all three of these movies that I have except for obviously the honorable honorable mention yeah. 10 things I hate about you but all three of my top three Paul Rudd features so uh yeah Wanderlust there's that scene of him talking into the mirror oh, yeah, and uh and then on the bed with uh with uh I forget her name now but it's gonna be magically delicious that's all I have to say <laughs> <laughs> and then <laughs> uh yeah Go if you if you haven't seen that scene, just look at look up Paul Rudd um, mirror scene and you will you will find it. Now my number one is forgetting Sarah Marshall. I think I've said it before on the podcast. Mm. I love that movie. I think it's great. Paul Rudd is kind of the highlight. He's only he's only got a couple lines in the movie, but he is absolutely the highlight of that movie. And it's got Mila Kunis, who was my teenage crush, celebrity crush, and uh, Jason Siegel's awesome. And it's got Russell Brand. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just it's just it's hilarious. it's hilarious. It's actually funny and it and it warms my heart when I watch it. So it's one of my favorite, favorite um,
1: comedies as well. All three of those movies. I absolutely adore all four of them. A very fair list, a little bit more modern than mine's going to be. But yes, uh, okay. I, I, I think I agree with yours. Forgetting Sarah Marshall, I haven't seen the entirety of the film. Anyway, uh, I've seen like I think the beginning and like the end. I don't know. Uh mine gotcha mine i'm gonna go first with my number three my big fat greek wedding i put it in number three a lot of people could put that as number one i don't know if you've ever seen this one hoffman but this film is the epitome of a great film an astoundingly hilarious film the first time you watch it after then, it's really not that funny. It doesn't rewrap or stays. It gets really stale after the first time. But I swear to God, the first, my, first time you watch my it. My mom and sister would would disagree with you fundamentally. They They watch it all the time. I do think the one joke that that stays true is bundt cake. What's a bundt cake? But anyways. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, it's a cake.
1: (laughs) It's a cake. (laughs) That's what it is. Um, But anyways, I I love that film. Uh, I don't think it ages well. But anyways, speaking of not aging well, you've got mail. It was like right on the precipice of internet dating and everything else. And it's got dial up and everything else. Barely has cell phones. Doesn't age well. But especially when you're talking about rom-com, one of the essential quintessential couples is tom hanks meg ryan i think that this is their best rendition best outing i think a lot of it whatever is not technologically based out of especially since it has like dave chappelle in it i love a lot of a lot of this film uh and then we go to my honorable mention which just missed the list but it'll catapult me right into the top one honorable mention is 51st dates 51st dates i call me a sucker but Mm. i love drew barrymore and adam sandler And I think 51st Dates is, I think my only qualm about it is that it's Adam Sandler. I think that the better thing about it was if it was somebody else, but I still find the rest to be absolutely amazing. So uh, that's my honorable mention, which brings me into The Wedding Singer. The Wedding Singer, I think, is one of the best (laughs) rom-coms of all time, if not the best. That's why it tops my list. For me personally, I love the music element of it. I actually think it's one of, if not Adam Sandler's best performances. And it has a really like lovable song of, I, I want to grow old with you. It's a cheesy ending. And I just love every minute of that film. I think it's tremendous, tremendous. Uh, the Wedding Singer tops. Miles.
0: I like the film. It just does, does surprise me, though. I, I wouldn't I like I, I thought of the only Adam Sandler rom-com that I thought of was was just go with it with jennifer aniston oh, no and, no 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 and i re-watched that a few years ago like a two years ago and it really i liked it when i first saw it years ago yeah but it's really not good yeah. like it's not that good no it's like it just doesn't hold up yeah it's got the sports illustrated model
1: and that's about it right right You can't handle the truth. That's where we're going this week. Remember, if you're fresh to this segment, it is the part of the show where we ask each other certain questions. Some would say even basic questions at times. But the only catch is neither one of us can give an honest or truthful answer. It has to be anything but the truth. David, if it's all good with you, I will start us off this week by asking you a question how many times can a person wear the same pair of underwear without washing it? I really think that the truth
0: is uh, is really subjective here, but um, I'm going to go uh, regular, back to front, inside out, inside out, back to front, and then I think you can spend a couple days with it like in your pocket. Does that count? Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. In your pocket. I've got a pocket full of dirty drawers is what I got. Phil what what is a
0: way to guarantee that you'll pass your driver's test my first thought was job so let me get away from that Uh, (laughs) don't please don't cut that out of the podcast
1: (laughs) the absolute best way to guarantee that you're going to get and pass your driver's license Take the week ahead of time. Learn and research is the key to any test, right? So make sure that you go to your local DMV Go in for some innocuous license, C, whatever it is for a cargo freight and what have you. See who are the three main people, because there's always at least a minimum, maximum three people to assert for every driver's test and find out all that you can, social security, driver's license and residency of the three people who give out the tests. Next one, assign your next three weeks to, to stock each and every one of the three people. Go through their trash, find out their children's name, so that way when you get into the car with them, you just pop a few <laughs> a few facts in and just say, "Hey, so how's that DiGiorno thick crust about a week ago, two weeks ago? Um, that's so weird. Do you eat DiGiorno? No, but I know you do, Kathy, and so does your son, Larry. Now, do you want to give me this driver's test, or shall we just cut to the chase? <laughs> Attaboy, That's how you pass your driver's license.
0: All right, we move on to our game, and uh, we are now. Breaking records. We're coming at you from three separate different time zones. Um, <laughs> we have a very special guest with us, uh, Phil. Before we introduce the guest, I want to I want to ask you: Do you remember? Do you remember how
1: you and I met? Um, uh, I believe I uh, I don't remember it explicitly. No, I just remember I think Samson invited you over. Uh, for one of our hanging outs, whether it was—I I can't imagine it was Smash. I would—I would assume that you went up to our little loft and played some Smash with us for the first time, right? Incorrect. No, the first time we met was uh, was over poker, and now I'm going to break
0: the news to you: you have met our special guest. Have I? Uh, um, over the very same poker table, like two weeks after that. Uh, this ah. is my my very very close friend Alex from uh, from high school. Welcome, Alex. Thank you very
4: much. <laughs> so, have I met Phil then? You guys have met. You guys have met. Oh, I, didn't I, know I you, have. I had completely forgotten until this moment. But in my defense, that was a very intimidating yeah. poker game.
1: Yes. Yes. No. We with all the cigars the, and and guards and everything that we had. I can. <laughs> it was very intimidating. Well, mainly and the, the th-
4: speed th- at the which the that came ten thousand.
0: I could not keep up. <laughs> the ten thousand dollar bottle of scotch. Yes. Yeah.
1: Oh, precisely. Um, no, yeah. Phil
0: would have been the guy who knew way too much about poker at that table. <laughs> so you were the <laughs> I one at I was scared table.
1: of uh, one of them, I <laughs> exactly. suppose. Yes. Uh,
0: yeah. No, I, I, I anyway. definitely came
4: out of that game poorer than I started. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, uh, it's nice to meet you again, Alex. I hope that uh, that this game is a little less intimidating to you. A couple of uh, housekeeping notes before we get to our actual game. First off. Uh, I'll need to explain the game, but before we even get to that point, we are implementing Alex. I'm I'm very happy that you're here while we uh, while we discuss this. me and Hoffman are introducing a new aspect to the show that uh, you'll be part of the inaugural episode on here, Alex. so congratulations. Thank you very much. Yeah, we part are of history. Yes, you will be. We are incorporating this new element and it's called, a skipping stone. Now, be granted that it's a podcast, you, the listener, won't be able to hear this, but we assure you in the days to come, whether it be in social media, whether it be on promotions or something that we do with the page, you will get to see each of our skipping stones because me and David, we have a physical uh, reincarnations of these skipping stones. We, they're not the same one. We each got a little flavor to ours, uh, but how it works, the previous week's game dictates who gets to use their skipping stone and who does not if they won the previous week they then have access to a skipping stone what does it do during the middle of the game you have access to skip one of the questions or prompts that the other might put ahead of you so if there's something about oh i don't know oak trees that you just don't want to talk about you have the skipping stone that you can say you know what don't feel like talking about oaken trees this week. Don't know why I would bring that particular genre up, David. But if you just don't want to talk about trees this week, you can invoke your use of skipping stone if you had won the previous week before, and you then get to skip that, along with the guest gets to skip it as well. There right. we go. A new inclusion to the game, to the history. And, and this week, this week, Phil, you have yours. I I did not win last week, so... uh Correct. So I do not have mine, so I do not have a skip. Yes, I get to use mine should I want to. I don't have to, but should I want to, I get to use my
4: skipping stone. And Very uh, Survivor style. I feel like you'll be wishing yourself off the island soon enough.
1: Oh, well, yeah. No, if we had about seven more people, we would. We would have people go through crates. We would have people having to uh, suckle on a jellyfish. It gets pretty intense (laughs) at this podcast on the background for for what we're willing to do (laughs) to get fame and notoriety. So moving forward, the game itself, because I'm sure that's what everybody came here for, anyways not just the the fun little tidbits that we got the game itself in light of the mother's day theme that we got going around here it's a game i like to call mother flippers where i will or david will be putting a prompt out and stating it as fact i.e uh let's see a spatula is an item used to move boulders And the uh, next one would be a crane is used to flip over small food items such as hamburger patties. Now, it would be up to both you, the guest, and you, uh, the other host, to determine whether or not those statements are correct or if they need to be flipped. And uh, if you guess correctly, you gain a point. You guess incorrectly, you lose a point. Should we need to, me and David are both prepared with tiebreakers, Alex, do you feel confident that you understand the the game as I have described it?
4: I I feel confident that I understand the game, but I also feel the prompts will get much harder than uh, than your initial yes. example, so I'm not confident in my performance.
1: <laughs> well, at least at least you understand. Hoffman, do you believe that you understand the game as stated? I do. I do. All right, shall we start with me since uh, since it is your guest this week? Sure. Let's do that. All right. First up, the first uh, prompt that I have. Marie Curie, known as the mother of modern physics, was twice a Nobel Prize winner in different fields. Her daughter Irene was also awarded a Nobel Prize, sharing it with her mother. That's prompt number one. Prompt number two. Mary, Queen of Scots, was the mother of James I of England, the first Stuart King. Alex will go to you first, Are those statements and the subject, of course, being Marie Curie and Mary, Queen of Scots, were they in their correct place or do they need to be flipped? So they were in their correct place. All right. David, were they in their correct place or do they need to be flipped? They were absolutely in their correct place. And you both get the gimme off of the top. Congratulations. You both start off with a real uh, easy win here uh, just to help ease along the game. It
4: gets worried there was a trick there and Mary Queen of Scots had won a Nobel Prize at some point, but timelines (laughs) certainly don't line up there. No, they, they certainly don't.
1: We get harder. Here we go. Again, keeping on with the mother theme. The subject, Mother Jones was married to one U.S. president and was also the mother of a president. She managed the family's business when her husband was overseas. Next one, Abigail Adams called, quote, the most dangerous woman in America, end quote. All four of her children died in a yellow fever epidemic long before her career as a labor organizer. So we go to Hugh Hoffman mother jones and abigail adams were they in their correct place or do they need to be flipped i'm gonna
0: i'm gonna i'm gonna just just adams maybe makes
1: uh i know that they're yeah i'm gonna say flip them flip flop them okay flip flop mother flipper here we go next one alex are you uh, going to follow suit with david and flip flop or are you saying that they can stand pat
4: yeah, no flip flop them. Uh, Abigail Adams, definitely presidential spouse. And I th- think the Mother Jones, I, I know there's a left leaning sort of online publication called Mother Jones. So that would fit with a sort of labor movement organizing uh, vibe.
1: Ooh, Hoffman, you may have bit off more than you can chew this week, because indeed, <laughs> you both gained the point. But there was just a tidbit more information there with Alex. Way to go, Alex. All right. Uh, it
4: could have been incorrect information. So <laughs> Yes, yes. Don't, don't take that to your bank.
1: But For at least the purposes of this game, it is correct. You both are still tied with two apiece. Here we go to the third one. Mother! With an exclamation point, if that matters. Mother. In this psychological thriller, a very pregnant Francesca travels from Los Angeles to the small town of Dulwich, Minnesota, to meet her late husband's mother, Mrs. Kinsolving, whom she has never met before. Or, You'll Like My Mother... A couple's relationship is tested when uninvited guests arrive at their home, disrupting their tranquil existence. Now, Alex, are these movie titles appropriately slotted or do they need to be flip-flopped? And I can reread them if you need.
4: I have I, I, don't, I have no clue and I don't think I'll be helped by rereading them. I know Mother with an exclamation point is on my list of movies. There, there is a note uh, app uh, note in my phone telling me to watch that movie, but I haven't gotten around to Ooh. it. I'm going to just completely out on a limb guess that they're in the wrong place and need to be flipped and need to be flipped so he's going with a mother flipper Hoffman
1: what say you I I ha- I hate to make it sound like I'm I'm
0: strategically trying to win this but I, I agree i think i think that they they should be flipped i didn't think it sounded quite right there have you but seen I haven't seen either movie so okay. i don't know
1: i didn't know if you had seen mother cuz the other one is not a movie i'm familiar with but mother i saw and i not to spoil it too much for you guys horrible movie horrible movie i <laughs> i swear i hate that movie it's like top that maybe three maybe why film. i never never saw it yes. it's going straight off of my notes app list though. yes please please save yourself about 5 hours of grief anyways you both are correct i would not keep you guys in limbo for this long if you both were not correct three for three here we go fourth one mother maggie smith mother maggie smith Mm. the nun who initially sent maria to the von trapp family and helped them hide from the nazis in the sound of music mother peggy wood mother peggy wood the head nun who comes to regret allowing Dolores Van Cartier to hide in her convent in the film Sister Act, starring Whoopi Goldberg. I believe I went with Alex first, so that means Hoffman, you're first to go this round. Are those in the correct place, or do we need the mother flip here? Um, You know, I wish
0: I knew, uh, but uh, I th- I'm going to go out on a limb and say flip them.
4: <laughs> All right, he says flip. Alex, what say you? Oh, I am I am equally stumped, um, and I should know this because I'm am a big musical geek. Um, but sister act, I haven't seen, and oh. I didn't know that Maria's uh, nun had, had had a name. Uh, Maggie Smith is an actress too, isn't she? That, that or is that yes. a, yeah, a, a yeah, somewhat yeah, adjacent name? Um, so, mm. David, you flipped them, didn't you? He did. He did. I did. I'm going I'm to strategically not flip them uh, and at least we'll have some differentiation in the point score at the end of this round. Yes, we uh, I don't will. know if it'll be yes. my favorite or not.
1: <laughs> All right. One of you is correct and one of you is wrong for the first time in this game. And it pains me to say, Alex, you are incorrect. It was indeed oh, yes! a, a flip-flop... Um, misuse. So here we go. We will start them with Hoffman on this next game, just so that way yes. uh, Alex has some way to gain back some has ground a here. chance. Yes. Fifth and final, continuing our theme of Mother Flipper here. Bonobo. Bonobo. These animals are adult females, uh, which are similar in size to the males, will consistently win in a one-on-one confrontation with males. One of the prevailing features of a bonobo or lemurs lemurs these animals uh showcase that the females help resolve group conflicts they diffuse tension by using their hands or feet to touch an agitated individual's genitals hoffman Mm. which uh, uh bonobo and lemurs are they in the correct place or do they need to be mother flipped Yikes. Uh, I, I really, I have
0: no idea that it's- <laughs> I'm curious. Do you no, even know no what a bonobo to, is? I do. I do. I'm okay. familiar. I was, uh, I did grow up partially in Africa. Yes. So yes. I, I'm going to say
1: that I'm going to say flip them. He's going to say flip them. Alex,
4: it goes to you.
1: What say you?
4: So, my main emotional connection with lemurs comes from the Disney movie Dinosaur, like from ah, the early yes. 2000s, which oh, yeah. I now know I was widely movie. regarded as a critical failure and a flop and stuff. But at the time, I adored. Um, and I, I watched I all still the love that movie. of how they went to. The Z- it, it's a great movie. I think the CGI probably doesn't hold up, but I mean, I'm not going to re watch it anytime soon. I think the lemurs in that movie aren't, you know, I don't think the female lemurs are any bigger than their male counterparts. Uh, so, I'm going to, cr- to guess that. The order in which you gave them, Phil, was correct, uh, but I also have no idea. Alex, it was your only shot
1: to tie with Hoffman, oh. but unfortunately, you came Threw it up away. just short. Yes, yeah, David, you went five for five in this game. You are the biggest mother Ooh. flipper out there. Way to go, man! I love He's it. Gonna Thank that you over so me much. I did time. not
0: expect. I did not expect to beat <laughs> Alex. Alex is one of the smartest guys I know, so.
1: Well, it uh you it came down to the nuns. Evidently yeah. not. <laughs> uh and then Alex, shame on you for not seeing Sister Act, even if not the movie, the the I musical. Know. That's that's where I I, I hold a lot of shame for you, Alex, but it's okay. You can come back at me here at this next game with David's iteration of the game.
0: Okay, so I am uh mourning the loss of the one one of the one of the seemingly most secure marriages in 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 our time uh, bill and oh, melinda wow. gates recently ah, yes. announced their divorce and so my game Indeed. is all about the gateses okay keeping up with the gateses
1: I, okay. not many can but yes
0: no that's true jeff bezos that's maybe, it maybe yeah all right your first first two prompts are bill gates was born in 1955 melinda gates attended duke university so where you started? Who did you, you started with? Alex. Me. You started with Alex. Okay. So we'll start with Alex again. Um, are those statements correct, Alex, or do I need to flip the Gateses?
4: I uh, I reckon they're correct. I know Bill Gates is about the same age as my dad is, and not to give away any ages, but that's around around the right ballpark. So I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the order in which you gave them.
1: And I'm okay. gonna say that they are correct as well. I I want to say that I've heard that Bill didn't have a whole lot of formal education, but I could be very wrong. Uh, you are both correct. Uh, Bill Gates attended Harvard,
0: oh, but he so, did not graduate. So he I was, out.
1: I was wrong, but yet remained right. Way to go! Uh,
4: one right. But, right, but you, you were next. right.
0: You were right. You had the right notion that his uh, his formal education was uh, in a sense incomplete. Yes. in in an official sense, I suppose, not that anyone's going to hold that against him. Your next question, so you both are one for one. Your next question, Albuquerque is where the first Microsoft office was. And I mean literal physical office, not the, not, not the, um, the programs that they later designed. So Albuquerque is where the first Microsoft office was. And Seattle is where Bill Gates attended prep school. So, are those statements correct, or do
1: they need to be flip flopped? Goes to me first. You know what? I was born yeah. in Albuquerque, so I wish that I knew this. It would be nice to know that. Um, I think, yeah, I think that those are. I think that those are. Ooh, I think that those are correct. I'm
4: gonna. I'm gonna keep them as they are. I'm okay. going to disagree. Hey, Alex? I think there's definitely, yeah, I think there's definitely need to be flipped. I know Microsoft, or at least I'm 90% sure Microsoft's headquartered in in Seattle, and I guess that means Bill Gates went to prep school in Albuquerque. Unfortunately, Alex, uh, that is that's wrong. Phil got it right. It, really, uh, the first Microsoft
0: office was in fact in Albuquerque, and Bill Gates is from. He uh, attended prep school at least in in Seattle. They're not still um, yeah, there though. He are is, they? they're they're now up in the I Lake don't know. I I imagine not. I imagine not. But I don't know. Yeah. I they're pretty global now, so I don't, I don't yeah, know where no, the headquarters is. Alex, I wonder if um, if, the that's fir- a,
1: if the first corporation out of Albuquerque was just a fancy schmancy name for a garage that he just rented out of Albuquerque. You never know. I mean
4: Fair, fair, and I mean it's. Uh, I'm sure Albuquerque has all sorts of advantageous tax laws and proximity to to California and and, and the rest of it. And Blake's, I learned uh, something
1: today. Yeah, Blake's Burgers. Lest we forget, it's a very good burger chain. Alex, <laughs> okay. don't know if you care about
4: that. I oh, I, I, right. I I care. I I I'm sadly no longer of the meat eating variety. Mm. Um, but I might have to make an exception for Blake's Burgers, if so. Hoffman. Next. All one.
0: right. Next question. Bono was named Person Mm. of the Year. Bono, lead singer of U2, was named Person of the Year alongside Gates, uh, Bill Gates, in 2005. And Mike McCready, the lead guitarist for Pearl Jam, played a charitable uh, doubles tennis match against
1: Bill Gates. You know what? Uh, Before Alex goes... Any question involving Bono, I just I think he's insufferable, so I'm going to have an ultimate bias anyways. So I'm probably, this is not my okay. question to to have, so I'm going to invoke my skipping stone, and I'm going to skip this question. Okay, um, would you like to know what the answers were? Sure. D-
0: d- do were I, do I get to
4: guess before you, yeah, oh, I, th- I, th- I thought, I thought they were correct. <laughs> well, but, but, well, but, but can, I, you- can I guess why the reason why they're correct? Sure, uh, sure. Because unless sure, I have sure. my dates entirely wrong, we were all Times person of the year in two thousand five, right? Oh, that's Wait, right. What? There was uh, there was that one where they put a, uh, a thing think like of a silvery foil. play button yeah. or something, and it was that was either two thousand five or two thousand six or or whenever. So may, maybe I've got my dates that, wrong. No I, again. I, do, I think you might
0: because because Gates and his wife were were named alongside Bono in two thousand five as Time the Times person time magazine person of the year mm. so okay let's move on um all right this one is is going to be worded slightly differently the, the words are not at the beginning of the sentence okay um, i will explain it okay bill gates parents wanted him to study economics rather than programming okay so that's the one. economics is 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 your word and melinda gates got her bachelor's degree in law so economics and law would you like me to repeat the sentences no, Phil, I've... we're going. No, uh, we skipped one. So we're going to go to Alex first again. Yes. Uh, do you need me to, re- to repeat those, Alex? Or
4: No, I, uh, I feel like they're flipped. I feel like the Gates parents would okay. have wanted him to study law. And Melinda, I feel like given what they're doing now, like with the foundation and stuff, it seems to make sense that she would have studied economics.
1: Yeah, I actually, okay. I, I agree. I just feel like with their age and what probably they were brought up with core values, if they were urging him to do something, I don't know that economics would have been the the one. I think it would have been law. So I agree with Alex.
0: Okay. And you're both correct. They are hey, flip-flopped. Hey, hey. Melinda Gates studied economics and computer science. And Bill Gates, uh, they wanted him to study law. And so, Phil, you are three for three... Yes. Alex, you are two two for three. So you you got two questions to make this up, Alex. Melinda Gates' first job was tutoring children in mathematics and computer programming. Oh, Bill Gates' childhood home was damaged by a tornado when they were seven, when he was seven. When he was, or seven. or she, if it's flip flopped. Uh, we go to Phil first. Well, what, what's your what's your
1: your heart telling you, Phil? I don't know how much I want to give away to Alex, but I think, I think that those, who did you say, uh, who in this format is, uh, has the tornado? Is it Bill? Bill. So then I will flip flop them and I'll give reasoning why afterwards. Okay. And, uh, Alex? I think,
4: I think I'll, I'll flip flop as well, but not for the same re- That's probably a, a, a very Albuquerque reason. Yes. Uh, well, I just think that Bill Gates would have been the one to tutor kids in computer science but that could also be one of those trick questions where turns out that Melinda was the one doing the computer science tutoring all along. So uh, I'll, I'll, I'll stick with the flip-flopping. Yeah, you read my mind, Alex. So you're both flip-flopping now. Yes,
1: yes.
0: And you're both wrong. You're oh, both wow. wrong. Melinda Gates' hey. first job was tutoring children in mathematics and computer programming. She did study, as I said, economics and computer science. Uh, Bill Gates' oh. childhood home was damaged by a tornado when he was seven. Uh, it was a freak tornado. And it wasn't in Albuquerque; it was in mm. Seattle. That's where Bill Gates grew up. Okay. So it was a freak tornado in Seattle when he and his childhood home was uh, was damaged by by this tornado.
4: All right. So uh, last Melinda. chance, Alex. Not good for Bill. <laughs> so I'll um, go first, so
1: that way he has a chance to to catch up. Right. Right. Sure. Yeah. All
4: right.
0: Melinda Gates said, "If you can't make it good, at least make it look good." Hmm. And Bill Gates said. The premise of this foundation is one life on this planet is no more valuable than the next.
1: Oh. So, Phil, man, I think that those need to be flipped. I think that Melinda has a more empathetic statement about her and within her that uh, she can say that it, the, what the foundation's about, more so than than Bill. So, I'm going to say flip them. Okay, and Alex.
4: I mean, I, I'm thinking the same thing, and that might be, you know, gender roles playing into it and all of that. And I think, yeah. you know, I, I was very confident in my last couple of answers and, and they went entirely wrong. I think I'm going to stick with my gut and, and and flip them. Uh, and I feel like the Gates saying in terms of, you know, if you can't make it good, make it look good is very jobsy and very tech entrepreneur foundry. So it seems to fit. I'm going to go with the flipping, but uh, I'm ready to be proved wrong right. as well.
0: Well, strategically, that was that was unwise because you you had only you yeah, the only way you could have caught up was uh, was was to choose a different answer. But you are correct. Both of you are correct. Um, and so, Phil, you do win this week. Congratulations! Oh, yeah, for a baby. bunch of bunch of winners. I'm curious. Does anyone want to hazard a, a guess as to the tiebreaker by guessing Melinda Gates' net worth as of 3 p.m. Central European summertime oh, wow. on today, the 10th of May? according to Wikipedia. Oh. Anyone?
1: Oh, are we are we playing closest without going over? Or are we just- Nope, d- just closest. <laughs> just closest, Then I'm going to go with like
4: 1.2 billion. Okay, Alex? I feel like if it's half of the four, like they haven't gotten divorced yet, I think, right? So I don't now know how Wikipedia is going to count the shared, you know, Gates Fortune and thing, but I feel like it would be many times- that so I'm going to go out on a limb and say, oh, a hundred billion dollars? No,
0: no. It, it actually, according to Wikipedia, is only 2.4 billion. After the divorce, it'll probably be a lot more. It'll probably be in the 60 to 70. Oh, billion, so it's
4: pre-divorce. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fair. So it
0: is pre-divorce. They are separated at the moment. So there you go. She is. Um, she's 2.4 billion. So that would have been Phil, as as well. So. Anyway, that's the game. Alex, I hope you had fun. Um, I had a lot been, of fun. It's been nice I, having you. I learned you. a
1: lot about what I don't know. Yes. <laughs> it's been very nice being on. Well, thank you for coming on, Alex. It was nice again, like I said, to make your acquaintance. And uh, is there anything you want to promote while you're here, while you're, we have a hold of you and we got some listening ears?
4: I feel like it's it's such a boring answer. I don't I don't have anything going on really. I, I should have something going on. Uh, if if I am if I'm ever invited back, I'll make sure I do. Um, get your COVID jab. <laughs> That's hey. the, the only yeah, thing. Yeah, there have you to go. Promote. I
0: like that. There we go. I like that. Please do. Please do. Pfizer, Moderna,
4: Novavax. Get get uh, get vaccinated. Let's uh, let's get out uh, on the streets again. Absolutely. All right. So there we go.
1: So with that, we have a new score for both of us. For me, I am now at a record of five and six, while David is at a cool record of six and five overall. Slap of the bass. Speaking of Paul Rudd and and having mentioned him earlier. Oh, yeah. Slap of the bass. Yeah. Anyways, this is that slap. Slap of the bass. Slap of the bass, man. Slap of the bass. Yeah, if you don't know what we're talking about, I Love You Man actually could have been considered in a weird way another rom com. Yeah, sure. I a movie that
0: I have watched with Jake Corlang. Ah. Who, who is our. Or that, yeah, I remember, I think I remember watching that with Jake uh, when we were in high school at
1: some point. All right, this, that slaps, of course. I'm going to put it alongside with our theme of today's episode, Mother's Day. For all you mothers out there, I think of whenever I think of my mom, uh, I think of Bruno Mars. She loves that man. She thinks he oozes talent. And I can't say I'm that far behind with her on that. I think he is an amazing performer and he certainly has a strong base anytime i look around and my mom's playing music it's usually 24 karat magic but what i'm going to say my personal favorite uh bruno mars is chunky chunky by bruno mars that slabs if you haven't listened to it go and go and treat yourself to a little chunk along
0: is that is that cuz <laughs> Is that because you were uh fluffy when you were growing up, Bill?
1: I I do like a little chunk. I do like a little fluffy, and I I myself fall into that category from (laughs) from season to season, let's say. Right,
0: right, right. This is an interesting one. I really I don't know why. I think my mom mentioned it. I'm really set in my ways and I do things the way that they they should be done and stuff. And I'm really particular about about um Doing the, that slap should be something from this week that I've seen this week, you know, or, or listened to this week. And I don't really have a a song or anything. I wanted to do something that related to my mom as well. And she has been rewatching 24, which is a show Ah. that I watched with her and my dad when I was like 14, like we, we binged like the whole thing over a few months. Like which is like nine, eight, eight seasons or something, and then they add a ninth a few years later. And it look it, it is very early two thousands, especially the earlier seasons. There's some subject matter that's not necessarily current anymore. Like it's it's about terrorism and 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 all that stuff. But if if you want a a TV show that is like it is just the most impressive TV series, I think that one of the most impressive that's ever been made, the the, the logistics that went into making that just insane. 24 really and it's it's a very enjoyable high intensity great show and i would recommend it to anybody there is a lot as well if you're looking for something to binge for a while 24 has nine seasons Ooh. and they're long and this is back in the area era where seasons were long where, where there it's like 24 episodes in each season uh except for the the ninth one is a half season but yeah it's a great show so 24 All right. Thank you guys so much for listening, especially to all the moms out there and to to, um, our mothers and to obviously my sister, who's a new mom, um, to all the mothers out there. Happy Mother's Day. We love you. Uh, You are just the the greatest. And uh, thank you so much for listening. Don't forget, we are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, iHeart, not Pandora. um yeah and thank you and we'll see you
1: next week the bears are alive with the sound of children